Well, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes, it's our third annual TGS Tom Gully Show Super Bowl commercial review. Uh, people clamor for it every year, and now here it is. So get ready to kick back and enjoy. Just a few notes before we begin. I don't do any of the pregame commercials. I don't do any of the postgame commercials. It's kickoff to final whistle. And uh, there you go. Let's get into it. This, hey, By the way, this year is the first year that I haven't been at some huge crazy, crazy party where I have to tell the host of the party, hey, I need a quiet room. Uh, I'll be ducking out after each commercial break. You know, none of that. Okay, I got to just concentrate, focus, take my notes, and we're going to do them all in one fell swoop. So, incidentally, I will say one thing about the pregame commercials. And the fact of the matter is, look, I am so sick and tired of these commercials with voiceovers that that have 20-year-old people with no reading ability at all. Like, they're reading their... You know, fourth grade book report in a world where we find that we're all something special and just stop it. Just stop it. Not everybody can do do the voice thing. OK, there's a reason why some people are getting paid billions of dollars to do it and they're really good at it. And the reason that, you know, you're, they're really good at it is you hear one of theirs and you go, wow, that was really moving and emotional and and good. And the only reason that you know that is because there's the avalanche of terrible ones to compare it to. So stop that right off the bat. And now let's get ready for the vitriol, the bitterness, the hypercritical attitude that has come to mark the annual TGS Super Bowl commercial review. First spot, right out of the gate, Toyota. First image I see. Kid with half a leg. Okay, now, if I had seen this spot later on in the show, I might have... It's right out of the gate, man. First one I see. First image, kid half a leg. And this brings me to a trend, the point I'll make throughout this whole thing. There are way too many commercials that are co-opting moments of life or history and then sort of trying to attribute their product to it that has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Okay? Overcome a handicap. Buy a car. It's, it's insane. You know, this person with this actually very moving and evocative story of overcoming a disability, you you take that and then you turn it into brought to you by Toyota. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay, there's there's first one down. The Sprint commercial with the artificial intelligence robots. Awesome commercial. One of my favorites. Just hilarious that these artificial intelligence beings, if you will, are picking up enough knowledge and, and, and surpassing uh, at least the guy in the commercial, if not all humans. Just it was well done. And it was also based on the competitive consumer issue versus Verizon. It came from the product. The best advertising comes from the product. It doesn't come from somebody 
beat an illness by a toaster. Anyway, Dr. Oz for Turkish Airlines. First of all, is, is, doc, is, is Turkish Airlines not aware that Dr. Oz has been made out to be a charlatan, a quack, and a laughing stock in this country? And then he goes through his hear, touch, feel, smell, taste thing. It's an airline. It. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. That's what. Terrible commercial F. Uh, the first Bud Light commercial. I'll get to the second Bud Light commercial where they are going to lose the battle. Their king is saying incredibly funny things about how outnumbered they are and how hopeless the situation is. And then he tells them at the very end, they've got some Bud Light, and it's behind their enemy lines. Very funny commercial. Liked it. We'll get to the other one later. The M&M's commercial with Danny DeVito. You know what? Loved it. You know, Danny DeVito, the M&M gets transformed into Danny DeVito, and then he's running around asking people, would you like to eat me? I, I And then hit by the car at the end. Loved it. Oh, here's another one. I, I said I wasn't going to do a lot of the NBC promos. Here's one that I hated. Music's most exciting moment or most the biggest moment of the year, the Super Bowl halftime show. Are those people on drugs? Do they really think the Super Bowl halftime show is something we're all just waiting for on bated breath? It's, you know, come on. It's not even the Grammys, and they're a joke. The Vikings uh, for Ram trucks, those Vikings that get picked up and they're driving toward Minneapolis, and uh, then it shows the matchups of the teams. Ha-ha, the Vikings didn't make the playoffs. Awful. Terrible. Yeah, a bunch of Vikings from the Nordic era are all going to take a Ram truck to Minnesota. Who 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 approves these commercials? I mean, it's it's like that is such a stupid commercial. I'll never buy one of your trucks now. Okay, the Wendy's McDonald's commercial, Wendy's versus McDonald's. Wendy's does a great job online of uh, poking McDonald's in the eye. There was a little of that at the, at the beginning of this one, and it was funny, and it was a pretty good competitive spot. Wasn't. Maybe as much sizzle as you'd expect for a Super Bowl commercial, but it was a good, a good, uh, you know, so it was a good spot. Um, the Doritos commercial with Peter Dinklage lip syncing to the rap song. Moronic. I'd seen all these commercials in the buildup. I expected some major hilarious thing. Sorry. Nothing there. Just. Nothing, no imagination, no creativity, nothing, no brand message, no nothing. It was for a new hot brand of them. I didn't even get that it was that hot at the end, except little flame come out of his mouth. I mean, F, the follow-up with Morgan Freeman. The only thing that makes one that one a little better, it was for Mountain Dew, is Morgan Freeman. To say nothing against Peter Dinklage because he's awesome in Game of Thrones, but, I mean, it's Morgan Freeman. Um, the Tide ads. For me, I think probably that my favorite commercial 
was this Tide ad commercial, and then the continuation of the throughout the rest of the the Super Bowl. The Tide ads get an A plus for me, absolute A plus. They made fun of commercials. They made fun of Super Bowl commercials, and they got across the product benefit, which is you're going to be clean. Just absolutely brilliant. Loved them. A plus. Uh, okay, the Bud Light Bud Night commercial. Really disappointing. Was it terrible? No, it wasn't terrible. There's actually a couple funny lines in it. But compared to the stuff they'd given us, in, including the Philly Philly spot that was online, it just, man, it really didn't pay off. It just went to Slackerville um, on the express train. So C. Um, okay, the E-Trade commercial with all the old people in it. You know, if you, if, you, if you don't have any creativity, the places you go are kids, animals, and old people. And, oh, look at the wacky old people. One of them's in Baywatch. Wow, isn't that neato? And we're all going to live longer. And we need money for that. So come to E-Trade. Right, because all those stay-at-home day traders did so well. Uh, how many times do you hear a story on Dateline about a day trader that went heavily into debt and killed a family next door for their garden equipment or whatever? Terrible F. Um, then we went to a completely black screen at the start of a commercial break. In fact, they didn't even do the commercial break. They came straight back to the game. It was just nothing but a black screen, which was actually better then the Toyota spot that opened up the, the commercials during the game. The Squarespace spot with the guy riding on top of the motorcycle. I've seen some really good Squarespace spots. It's just moronic. Absolutely moronic. No benefit, no nothing. Just be different. It's, uh, okay, be different. Do something incredibly dangerous and illegal. Let's not forget. Be different. F. Um, okay, the, the commercial by far that exemplifies the whole co-opting of history and, and human moments for a product that was the worst, and this wins my vote for the very worst spot of the entire Super Bowl, was the Ram Truck spot with the Martin Luther King dialogue behind it. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? You take this wonderful speech and this wonderful notion by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and you attach it to a pickup truck What's that truck have to do with any of that? You know, you're showing marching soldiers. You're showing all this other stuff. Just the dumbest. What What do they take us for? You know, I mean, how dumb do they think we are? It's it's that that spot was repulsive to me. It was actually repulsive. It was like Martin, Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. This hallowed, respected, revered figure. 
in the history of American society, and that's what you gave us. It's just so disingenuous. It's so slimy. Uh, you know, I have a dream. Buy a pickup. No thought, no creativity. Just run down to the stock image, stock footage warehouse, you know, and just cut up a bunch of pretty pictures and put them under that. And then that's what we stand for here at Ram Trucks. Eh, don't get it. The Australia tourism slash new Crocodile Dundee movie combo where it breaks the fifth wall, the fourth wall, you know, at the end of the spot. And this isn't a trailer. This is a, a tourism ad. Meh. 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 You know. TurboTax with the monster under the bed. <sighs> I just, it didn't do nothing for me. Was it awful? No. Was it memorable? No. Did it really sell the product or did it appeal to the notion of fear? Well, the second thing. There was a like a, a cleaner or a detergent called Persich or Persic, uh, where the guy came out of the TV about a guacamole stain. Stupid. It was trying to be the Tide ad, but not nearly as imaginative or appropriate. Um, okay, here's one that most of you listening had didn't get to see, and that was a local commercial break because they sell those during the Super Bowl as well. And it had a music video for the local news team, like cut to some real hip lyrics and stuff. Let me tell you something. You can't find a tune or editing or anything that's going to make the local news team, even in a big market like I live in, seem cool. You know, try to make them seem competent. That would be a start. But making them seem all hip, and, you know, hey, we're the groovy people. F. The yellowtail commercial for the kangaroo. There's a kangaroo at a party or something. A bunch of people bust in. The guy's got a bottle of wine. Still trying to figure that one out. Uh, Toyota, where they pick up a bunch of uh, religious people from various denominations, you know, they pick up the Catholic priest, they get to the guy that's the Buddhist, they get to the guy that's the, you know, it, it, at the end, the nuns are there complaining that they're late. Again, what? What? And they made them all bickery and, you know, not very religious or enlightened. I, I don't, I don't get it. F. Um, the Lindsey Vaughn commercial for the United States Winter Olympic team. I, again, Lindsey Vaughn, tremendous champion, tremendous athlete, tremendous gold medal winner. And she got hurt. And she exercised a lot and fought a lot to come back. Why is that? If you want to compete again, what else are you going to do? 
I just didn't, you know, sorry. The Pepsi commercial about there's a Pepsi for every generation um, didn't bother me. It was extremely appropriate, very product-centric. It was kind of cool to see how Pepsi had spanned the generations. Um, but it just didn't have that punch to the gut that I think a Super Bowl commercial should have. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be talking about that one tomorrow around the water cooler. Uh, but it wasn't bad. wasn't bad. It was just kind of wallpapery, just a little little wallpapery. Uh, halftime. The thing I want to say about halftime is, um, were we supposed to actually be able to hear the vocals on Justin Timberlake while he was singing? Worst sound ever. It was like, is, is he singing? Is there... Can, is, is he actually, because all I can hear are the stings of the horns and, and like one or two other things. And then everything else is kind of buried into the background vocals. Um, not a huge Justin Timberlake fan. He's absolutely hilarious on Saturday Night Live. Um, kind of was wanting to hear some of the tunes, though. I mean, after all, he's performing and just rotten, rotten sound. Um, there's a commercial for The Voice. Anything associated with The Voice, I have to admit, I cannot be objective because The Voice and all those who watch it need to just go away. You know, I call these the karaoke shows. And sorry, just nothing. This new trend of having a commercial for a movie where there's also a product ad in it is confusing and, you know, they're not going to stop down in the movie and say, it was, this one was for Black Panther, which I think is going to be an awesome movie. Uh, they're not going to stop down in the movie and say, get in our brand new 2018 Lexus so we can speed away from the villains. It's just pan. It's just a little pandery. You know, I'd rather see the trailer for the movie, frankly. Um There was another Tide commercial that was really good. Um, okay. Here's another one. Budweiser. You know, the spot, the guy gets a call, middle of the night. You know, his wife, what's wrong, honey? He kisses her, I've got to go. He splashes his face in the bathroom sink, and off he rushes down to the distillery, and, and he's received word that there's people in trouble, and so the whole production line goes from producing Budweiser to the water from Budweiser that, that they send to an emergency area. Now, if you're going to do that, that's great. If you want to make a press release and if you want to petition a million news stations, have newspaper articles, maybe even take out a full page ad somewhere. But when you put that on the Super Bowl, my question is the guy who wraps his car around a tree tonight because he's drinking too many buds during the Super Bowl, is he going to get any of the water? Just curious, I, you know, another, hey, look at us. We're so human. You know, we're part of the culture. We did a charitable thing. Buy some Budweiser. Jeff Goldblum in the um, Jeep Wrangler ad. High production value. Love Jeff Goldblum rotten button to that spot. You know, I just did. Okay. Let's see. You sit, you sitting in the showroom completely motionless 
and imagined the movie that you were in. I, I don't I don't get it. There was no just was no connectivity. Uh, the ghost commercial for TurboTax, moronic, absolutely moronic. Who approves these? Who went, oh, neato, a ghost that's actually a sheet, even though we live in a time and an era where we can do holographics and CGI, and it's a sheet, see? And then the punchline is it's not all that good. Because <laughs> you know how often ghosts do taxes for themselves. Um, the spot for T-Mobile that we're all equal. Again, it's this, you know, we're all equal and, and we're born and kids don't know the difference between races and they don't know prejudice and they don't know any sort of unflattering human behavior. And by the way, T-Mobile now has a plan for it. You know, unlimited data, talk and text has nothing to do with the product. You know, nothing. It's it's like, you know, Botoxing an ostrich. I mean, you can do it, but Why? Toyota had this start your impossible thing, which was just another Toyota just swinging a miss every time, you know, do the impossible with a Toyota, you know, hey, you average human out there, there are no limits, you know, bootstraps, uh, the world's your oyster, there are no horizons, you can achieve, buy a car. These Wix, you know, Wix, the website company. Uh, with the spots with Rhett, R-H-E-T-T, Rhett, like Rhett Butler, Rhett and Link, those guys just need punched in the face. They're obnoxious. Uh, I'm sorry, there's just no other way to put it. Uh, Kraft did another one of these spots. It's how you family, all your Instagram and Facebook postings and blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you're going to take credit for all the wonderful, joyous moments people post on the internet now. All those joyous moments, we've got mac and cheese for you. Huh? What? You just, but, huh? Okay. The NFL commercial with Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. that transitioned into the dirty dancing time of my life scene Almost had me on the floor. I thought some of those other Eli Manning spots were pretty cool too, but that one, home run. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> All the choreographing and everything else. Uh, you know, teammates, NFL, practice, let's get this right. Uh, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. The Martha Stewart Jack in the Box commercial I thought was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Jack in the Box just consistently does really good advertising. Uh, maybe they've taken a dip lately on some of their regular stuff, but that one knocked it out of the park. Hashtag at the end. They're doing what they do, and they're doing it well. I think the company is, is Monster 
headphones. Almost impossible for me for me to figure out what what they were actually selling. Because at the end, there was a guy in a car with a kid, and we're just getting started, and the kid sees some girl singing next to a train, so he goes to a workshop and makes his own set of headphones, and then they show people wearing headphones. It's like, well, why would I make my own pair if you're selling them? Was that the first pair? And that's what inspired the... I mean, it was was just a big stew of dumbness. Giant stew. Um, And finally... No, wait. next, Next to finally. The Michelob Ultra commercial. There was one earlier with Chris Pratt that I didn't even comment on because it was so badly ended. He's trying out. He's getting in shape for a Michelob Ultra commercial. You take a guy like Chris Pratt, who's funny, he's entertaining, and you just... And then the guy at the the uh, commercial audition, A, doesn't know who he is, and B, there's a huge amount of people there ahead of him. Right. Because Chris Pratt has to audition for commercials now. The movie star, yeah. Yeah, he goes into audition for a commercial. They don't go just straight to a guy like that. You know, that, oh, forget that. No, no, that would never happen. And the nerd at the, you know, who are you? You know, come on, man. Come on. Well, the next one was uh, a bunch of people singing the Tom T. Hall. Wonderful country classic. I like beer. And it was a real good brand spot. They had a lot of people working out and stuff because Michelob Ultra, of course, is the beer for people who stay in shape. Sports beer? I don't know. It uh, didn't get that across. I know this. I imagine a lot of people watching don't know that. And if, even if there's not a lot, it never made the point overtly, you know. So uh, B minus, maybe C plus. Groupon, finally, and finally, Groupon had a commercial which was uh, about local businesses and local, and then the the big corporate guy came out of the front of his mansion with a robe, and uh, local business, no, I want it stamped out, and then a field goal kicker kicks him in, the ball hits him in the stomach and or groin, and the girl from Groupon that we get to see in all of our YouTube pre-rolls till we want to vomit, she laughs. And her laugh is amazingly annoying. So F, F. Wow, I think that's the fastest we've ever done this. And uh, for those of you who wrote in this year and said, hey, are you going to be doing it again? Yes, we did. And there you have it. Um. I can't think of anything else to say other than um, Eagles won. And I know a lot of people are happy about that. And I'm one of those people. And can we quit talking about Tom Brady being the greatest of all time, please? Can we stop? Can we stop it? Um, When the going got tough, 
somebody fumbled. So, at any rate, thank you very much for listening to this, the third annual Tom Gully Show Super Bowl commercial review show. And we will see you again in 2019. That's all I got. I'll talk to you much later. Bye-bye.